Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Unless you live alone on an island, you have a relationship with someone. It may be a family member, it may be a friend, co-worker, neighbor, or just someone that you meet casually. Today we're going to continue our series on relationships. We're talking about a marriage relationship. We're talking about sexual abuse among family members between a brother and a sister that we'll see in Scripture. We'll also look into adultery and sexual immorality as well. All of these happen in the realm of relationships. So get your Bible, lean forward, and enjoy these messages on family relationship. Hopefully, you will find them a blessing in your life. God has a perspective on that, so join us as we take a walk in the light of God's Word. Then Boaz, in verse 5, asked the foreman of his heart, whose young woman is that? Now, if she was at home watching, well, they didn't have television. If she was at home not being productive, he would never say, whose young woman is that? Look at verse 6. The foreman replied, she is the Moabitess who came back from Moab with Naomi. She said, please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. And she went into the fields and has worked steadily from morning until now, except for a short rest in the shelters. Boaz arrives on the scene. He's a man of standing, a man of means. Ruth is working in the field. Of all those that are harvesting, Boaz says, who is this woman? And he was told of her initiative. And how hard she worked. This tells us that wherever you are, somebody is watching you. You see, the women would sometimes say, I can't meet nobody. But I'm telling you, if you go out and you start being productive, somebody is observing. They may not say anything, but somebody's observing. Somebody's also observing if you're lazy. Somebody's also observing if you're unkept. Somebody's also observing your attitude. Somebody is watching. This could be something that causes someone to move towards you. It also could be something that causes someone to move away from you. Boaz moved toward Ruth. I observe people too. and I'm, I hear some women that are not married, the way they carry themselves. I'm thinking I, I wouldn't even introduce anybody to them if I had the opportunity. Boaz said to Ruth, my daughter, listen to me. Now, don't go in anybody else's vineyard and work. Don't go glean in another field. Why don't you stay here and work in mine? <laughs> See, y'all might not think that mean anything, but he was rapping. <laughs> you know, he wasn't like, what's up? But he was like, hey. <laughs> See, I already said, now, who's this young woman? So why don't you just stay and work in my field? Like he says, don't go and glean in another field. Stay here with my servant girls. Watch the field where the men are harvesting and follow along with the girls. I have told the men not to touch you. I told the men, don't you mess with her. Uh, don't harass her. Don't give her no hard time. Let the woman do what she wants to do. Let her get some provisions. 
And whenever you're thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. Now, if you know anything about that time, the women used to have to go get their own water. Remember the woman at the well? She was coming to get water. Remember when Jacob was looking for a wife? The woman was at the well getting the woman's job to go get water. But he said, don't go over there with the other women. What the men have filled, you go drink out of that. Because I told the men not to mess with you. Because when you go over there to get that water, they're going to be like, what you coming over here for? The boss man said, I can have some of this water. So that's the kind of man that you want to be praying that God send in your direction. A man that when he speaks, everybody else pays attention. He can give some orders and command. That's the kind of man you want to look for. You don't want any kind of man. So he says, stay here and work in my fields with my servant girls. Now when I looked at that, he's got a lot of servant girls that he could have paid attention to. But Ruth was someone who stood out. I've told the men not to touch you, and when you're thirsty, drink from the jars that are already filled. At this, she bowed down with her face to the ground, and she exclaimed, Why have I found such favor in your eyes that you notice me, a foreigner? She bowed down to the ground. Now, notice she didn't say, Well, you ain't got to do nothing special for me. <laughs> notice she didn't say that. Why are you trying to talk on me? Why are you trying to holler at me? <laughs> Notice she didn't say that. Because that's what some women do. You ain't got to do nothing special for me. I take care of my own self. I'm out here trying to do my own thing. I ain't got time to talk to you. And then you go back, Lord, please send me somebody. <laughs> she bowed down. Why have I found favor in your eyes that you notice me? I'm a foreigner. I'm not even one of your people. Look at what Boaz told him. He replied, I have been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your father and your mother and your homeland and came to live with the people you did not know before. Now, Ruth evidently stood out such that she was noticed not only by him but by others. Boaz was told her story. Somebody else knew her story already. They didn't know her. She's not from here. She's from Moab. She don't have a husband. Her husband died but she was helping and she's working with her mother-in-law. She has compassion. She has a grace. She has goodness. There were some other things that they noticed. They noticed her because she was not always in the other men's faces. She was not noticed because she wore revealing clothing and short dresses. That's not why they noticed her. Because she had it hanging out. It was revealing. That ain't what noticed her. You ain't got to show it all. We already know just about what's there. But I don't know why women think they got to show it all. And they're showing it to everybody. Mm. I don't know if it's still the style or not, but one while they were trying to just wear lingerie. You know, in the public places. You used to have to buy a magazine to see the lingerie. You don't have to be revealing to get some man. 
I mean, the less he sees, the more he's interested. Because if he can see it, he might say, no, not that. <laughs> Surprise him. <laughs> After you say, I do, and he says, he can't get away now. She wasn't noticed because she was easy and vulnerable. Yeah, she's a foreigner. She don't know how we act around here. She's easy. Everybody been talking to her. Everybody hitting on her. She was noticed because of her commitment and her caring for her mother-in-law. She was noticed about how she stepped out in faith and left her homeland and moved to an unfamiliar territory. And Boaz is telling her now when she says, why have you noticed me? He says, because I checked you out. And somebody already told me all about you. And I've seen the goodness of your heart. And that's interesting to me. That set you apart. So what's going to set you apart from everybody else when it comes to being noticed? And they said, may the Lord repay you for what you've done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. And I want you to look at Ruth's gracious response. May I continue to find favor in your eyes, my Lord. Oh, she's talking back now. May I continue. Come on, women, write that down when you meet somebody. And he said, you're looking good. He said, well, may I continue to find favor in your sight? Come on, write that down. You might need to use that. He said, would you like to go out and have something to eat? He'd take you to Vic and Anthony's. Then you, he said, well, how'd you enjoy the night? May I continue to find favor in your sight, my Lord. And it won't be long after that you will be coming for counseling. You have given me comfort and have kindly spoken to your servant through, though I do not have any standing of one of your servant girls. I'm not, I don't have the standing of a servant girl, but you've continued to show me favor. And at mealtime, Boaz said to her, come over here, have some bread and dip it in the wine vinegar. Oh. In the wine vinegar? Things are moving up, amen? <laughs> now, looking at these events, in hindsight, we can see the arrangement God is making between Ruth and Boaz. When you're in a place where you're not sure what's going to happen, it's much more challenging to have hope and expectation. You don't know what's going to happen in your life. But I want you to know that God's in charge. And then we see this occurrence where one day Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, should I not try to find a home for you where you will be well provided for? Is not Boaz, with whose servant girls you have been, a kinsman of ours? Tonight he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash and perfume yourself and put on your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor. Don't let him know you are there until he's finished eating and drinking. And when he lies down, note the place where he's lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell you what to do. And she says, I will do whatever you say. So she went to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. Now I want you to notice that this was not Ruth's idea that she came up with. Her mother-in-law is giving her some help. 
When God is working on your behalf, you never have to try to make it happen. You never have to try to do it on your own strength. You'll never see Ruth trying to initiate anything in this relationship. But women, you do have to wash and put on some perfume. <laughs> perfume is still good. Some colognes. Put on your best clothes. I said that last week. When you're going out, when you're doing whatever you're doing, when you're working, you want to look good all the time because men are attracted to what they see. If you don't want no husband, you can go out and look any way you want to. But if you want God to bless you, you never know where someone that may come across your path that God may be sending your way. You never know where they might be. So you have to always be in a position so that God's blessing and favor can come your way. You don't want nobody to look at you and God is maybe speaking to his heart about you and then you don't want him to say, Lord, are you sure? <laughs> okay, let me go on. This is Jerry G. Martin and thanks once again for joining us for this broadcast. We've been sharing with you messages on relationships and I want you to continue to join us as we talk about marriage relationships, we talk about single relationships, we talk about we're talking about inappropriate sexual abuse between a sister and a brother, we're talking about adultery and sexual immorality. All of these has to do with relationships. I want you to know that God is interested in our relationships and how we live and how we represent Him in everything we do. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to these messages or previous messages that we have aired on this broadcast. And I also invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And then join us in person on Sundays. God is moving in a significant way. Pastor Jackie is bringing the word of God. And so join us at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings at 16161 Old Humble Road. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore. You may need communion supplies, Bibles, or study resources, or anointing oil. Come and see us at the Beacon. It's right here on our campus. Call the Beacon now at 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.